the sixth grade or maybe the seventh and some <laughs> girl like messaged me that I, like I had met while playing the game and she's like I want your nards in my mouth and I'm like what I need those Sorry, those, those are candies <laughs> I don't think you should, I don't think I'm I have a high level. mining level to get those yet uh <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the Let's Get Gaming podcast, episode forty-four. My sweet God, we're hurtling through the abyss. Anyway, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm I'm going to carry over what we established from last week. No existentialism. We're going to be happy. We're going to be healthy. I'm your host. Uh, five this week. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. Because unless what you're about to say is positive and helpful to my well-being, I don't want to hear it. Hey, Pat, how's it going? You know what? I'm I'm doing well, man. Yeah. I'm doing pretty well. I'm your host, Patrick Dennehy, for the Let's Get Gaming podcast. And this week, we're joined by the boys, but we're also joined by a special boy. First of all, the ones who have always been here for us, Chris Montpetit. Hey, how's it going? Squally Galuzzo. Hey, everybody. Stefano Fontana. Life is filled with crippling anxiety. There we go. All right. Yeah, there we go. This is record Not time. Four minutes. minutes into the show, and we're, we're hitting the wall. And our special guest for the week, uh, visiting us from the Time Well Wasted podcast, Jeff O'Rourke, Mr. J himself. Thank you for being here. How is she going? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, boys. When did you, uh, you know what? Us. I'll give you, I'll give you one minute, 14 seconds. You go ahead. You sell your show, your show, the lovely list of our podcast. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. So basically it is like a live stream show. It's a comedy show. Um, we film it in my studio basement. Uh, we have an episode every week, every Wednesday. We're on hiatus right now because I just have a kid. But basically, it's anything goes. It's uh, very adult oriented. We got tons of camera angles. It's a very funny show. We have a green screen section. Uh, we play lots of games. We drink lots of beer. We have special guests every show. Um, we have a website and we have YouTube. We have all that stuff. Um, it's very fun. The great thing is it's on person. So we play drinking games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically it's not a show for kids. I'll say that much. But <laughs> if you want to if you want to waste an hour and laugh your ass off, that's what our show is for. There we go. Um, so. So the so best place to find you guys is on Facebook at uh, Well Wasted, and then also you have a website, twwshow.net. That's correct. Go there, you check it out. I appreciate that. Give yeah. them some love. So, um, so what I'm hearing is I'm definitely watching this with my two-year-old tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, we had Chris on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> he did very well, so. Yeah, I was going to suggest you watch the one that I was on. I hear that one's good. It was a fun one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we, th- no, we threw water balloons. Oh, was that the water balloon one? That was the water balloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just that's a great example right there. Uh, one of the skits we do is uh, we do like a challenge every week, and that one was uh, if chat delivered on getting likes and comments, then they all got to throw water balloons at me. For like- <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. There we go. I mean, it, what, nothing could go wrong with water next to audio equipment. You know? No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Oh, good. I, it's time. nice, uh, you know, having you on the show. Obviously, thank you for being here, taking some time for us, coming on the show, talking about video games. Uh, it's interesting though. I mean, your show obviously all improv for the most part our show meticulously scripted we have writers going around the clock you <laughs> oh, know gotcha um we, we push them so hard it's probably illegal not because of the hours but because of their age um yeah. so, so you know it's, it's good to see that we got these two competing forces here and hopefully it works out um before we get started and we get into the news the video game news i have a little bit of a story and i want to apologize before we get into it because i wish i took more screenshots but I have a guilty pleasure app 
on my phone that I play. You know, it's one of those mindless, stupid games you download from the app store. You spend some time. It's it's called like Merge Mayor. It's like one of those merging games, right? They recently had a survey that you could participate in and you get like premium currency, right? Instead of spending five bucks, here's like 40 gems, right? And I'm like, cool, I could use those gems cut down my production time, whatever. I was not mentally prepared for the questions that were asked on this fucking survey. <laughs> uh-huh. So so I'm, I'm going to read to you. I, I thought it would be like, you know, how often do you play the app? You know, do you play any other games similar to our stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. No. 77 goddamn questions. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of them. I'm gonna, I, I took screenshots of three because I lost my mind after that. <laughs> Question number three of 77. <laughs> On a scale of one to seven, I do not mind when people my age have achieved more than I have. What? <laughs> First of all, one to seven, what a weird metric number to go yeah, with. Right? It's not even even. I know. It's weird how like the scale is the thing that I have the issue well, with. Well, I guess. Skip ahead a bit. Question number 46. Most of what I do feels trivial and unimportant to me. Oh, Hold see, on. no, Hold you're on. they're getting existential. I know. Yeah. Did you answer all these questions up to 46? Yeah. No, no. Well, oh. there were 77. But no, but no, but I answered all. Keep... I got my gems. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I want to make that clear. He was justifying it. Here's a good one. All right. Uh, number number. This is question number 47. Uh, I rarely wake up feeling rested. Well, that's true. Yes. It's yeah, that, that's, that's 100%. It's all really great. Um, like, just as an interlude to that question, I saw a really great like this or that. And I was like, would you rather... Um, eat whatever you want and have perfect um, nutrition mm. or sleep an hour a day and wake up fully rested. Oh, damn. Ooh, ooh, that's really one. Yeah. I think eat. For honestly. sure. Eat for me. For sure. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Cause well, I can, you I can to manage out. to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. care about sleeping. Whatever. I'll sleep yeah. for four hours. I'll be good. But I would like to eat an Nutella cake every day. My banana bread is waiting for me. Being, <laughs> being <laughs> fully rested after one hour though. That is, that's a power right yeah, there. Wouldn't you it be great if you could like, eat and never have to worry about workout or exercising exactly you whatever the hell you want and then you can still enjoy the, See, you know, the if i'm sleep. up more i need to eat more while i'm up because then what else am i doing with my time yep i've got time I, to exercise i don't I know mean, man plus not to I'm, mention when you when you're up longer people expect more from you so you're gonna be working more and i have no time for that yeah no I mean, I was going to say, I've been to Michigan. I'm pretty sure everyone eats whatever the hell they want. Non-exercise is there anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, do you think if we ever invent a way to stay up forever that, you know, it'll just like evolve into like, you know, pushing the working class into going nonstop? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. I'm, Absolutely. I'm pretty sure it's called methamphetamine. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it's the people that have it don't tend to work. So, Dude, I, look, if I went into a Walmart, which is pretty much already run by meth addicts to begin with, <laughs> and, and some and the person at the door greeted me, cracked out of his mind. <laughs> I would be out. Of, I would be in and out of that Walmart at record speed. Mm-hmm. You, ever, you know, you ever been to an overnight grocery store? Oh no. yeah, like um, Metro. Yeah, well, any of the ones that are twenty four hours. Once you go there past too. like two in the morning, all it's right, just, nope, no good. Buckle <laughs> in. <laughs> I've been to a twenty four hour Walmart at oh, no. three in the morning <laughs> in Florida. Oh, oh no. boy! <laughs> oh no! That's like all three negatives right there. Florida, yeah. Walmart. <laughs> That's where the Florida man stories yeah. all come from. <laughs> it's 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 weird too because like we were there, we were on vacation visiting all the the parks and everything, right? And it was like it was late. We didn't have any food. We just got there. We were settled in. We we're like, okay, I got to go to Walmart. We got to buy some stuff. 
it was like its own ecosystem in there. Like there were there. It was like walking into high school. There were like clicks everywhere. Like you could tell, okay, those are the weird goths that have not left this premise there within like 14 shit hours. On the floor. Right, like, there is always weird goths <laughs> that work overnight shifts, by the way. That's just fact. I, I don't know I how they work the grocery it. store. Well, they don't, they, they're vampires. They, they sleep during the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They need one hour sleep. They're fully rested, baby. Boom. Yeah. Back. Look at that. Full circle. Nice play. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, hey, this is a video game podcast. Uh, we you sure <laughs> we, we got we got video game related news. A couple stories breaking throughout this week. We're here to give you our thoughts and opinions. Let's get started. But before that, you guys want to talk a little bit about any games you guys have been playing this past week? Anything that's been keeping uh, your interest, catching your eye, stuff like that? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure most of us that have Nintendo Switches are still playing Pokemon. Oh my god, yeah, because it's it's you know just taking over everything. Nice. I've been rocking a lot of Valheim. Started a Valheim server again. Oh, damn. Yep. How, how's Valheim doing in 2022? Uh, well, it's uh, it's not obviously as popular as it was when it first launched. Yeah. It was a huge hit when it launched, but it's still doing very well. Uh, they're slowly releasing updates. It's just a very well-polished game considering it's not even finished, and it's very fun. It's good to sink hours into, um, especially if you like building shit. I love building stuff. So, Would you, would you recommend uh, Valheim to somebody who's looking to get into like a new game, fans of the genre and you know, is it a welcoming oh, community for absolutely. new people? Absolutely. Yeah. To me, I would compare it to it's like Minecraft meets World of Warcraft meets oh, no. any kind of MMO slash RPG. Yeah. But it's a lot more laid back and it sounds kind of lame, but it's peaceful. But when it, it's not <laughs> too, uh, it's not too punishing, but it's still challenging. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's one of those games. It's, it's a chill game. You know, you, you log in, you exactly, do your yeah. stuff. Doesn't it's matter if you're there for an hour or eight people hours. too. So. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were pretty into to Minecraft for a while because I remember you showing me like videos back then of you like completely building like an entire uh, castle that was like from even from like the uh, uh, the base was like completely sculpted and everything. Oh my god! Well, I just I love building shit, man. I love making stuff. Like, let's be honest here. I'm a huge nerd. I love Lego. I build Lego. <clears throat> So any mm-hmm. game lets me build stuff and get really creative. That's that's where I'm at. Unfortunately, though, I can't find a lot of people who also like to build shit. So, yeah. Yep. Well, you can. They're just not people that you want to converse with. Yeah. Or they're usually <laughs> like young children, you know. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I want to join a Minecraft server. It's like a bunch of twelve year olds. Like, yeah, I think I'll pass because I'll just be a creepier creeper. It seems like yeah. around children. children. Yep. Patrick, you uh, you worked at Lego, so you know very well the kind of people that yeah. like to build stuff. Generally speaking, <laughs> yeah i I used to work at a, a Legoland uh, Damn, nice theme park activity place, something like that, right? So mm-hmm. so it, it was mostly for children, right? The kids would come in, we'd have like Lego pits and like Lego rides and shit. They come in and they nice. build their Lego, but then we would have the adults that came in, and those were the ones that we actively kept an eye on. <laughs> we're not assuming that they're going to do anything but you know at the same time it's like this man's 33 you know <laughs> something's not right here yeah, um, but have you seen the star wars lego millennium falcon oh no look and i understand that i'm just saying that the person that a is interested in the star wars millennium falcon uh and also can afford it hmm. probably doesn't want to go on like a ninjago roller coaster you know oh you know what that is a very good point i never thought of it that way <laughs> I uh, you know when you when you said a Lego pit, I just imagine it's like a ball pit, but instead of balls, oh, it's just Lego bricks and, and torture. The, the pain. Did people be stealing from it. It would be so much money in a pit of Lego. 
I just imagine it's like you step on a Lego brick, but times a thousand. It's like death by a thousand cuts, but with bricks. I, I want to clarify. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I, I don't want. I want that to be clear. It, it was. It was an inflatable pool. It was, like, it was more foam than like a pool, but it was full of Lego. That's where you throw the guests that are misbehaving. Throw them in the pit. Yeah. The amount of full-grown adults that wanted to test for themselves if stepping on a Lego was actually painful was ridiculous. We we had a, a first aid kit just for that. People uh, just wanted to try it. I'm sorry to drop my show again, but one of our challenges that we had to do is we had to uh, walk on a pile of Lego and dance on it. Oh, <laughs> oh, see, there you and go. It is not fun. I'll say that much. See, we just have like academic debates here. We don't we don't put ourselves through like you know stuff like that. Wow. Academic is academic is is pushing it quite a bit. Yeah, hold on, wait a minute. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Uh, anyone else playing anything? Steph, I have a, I'm not playing. I'm playing Pokemon, but I do have a question for Jeff. Since he's a PC gamer, have you checked out um, Lost Ark yet? Slash, no, are interested. I think I'm going to have to because I keep hearing about it. Um, my buddy that I actually played Valheim with, he was talking about it. I'm like, he wants to play it, so I'm like, I'll probably try it out. I know it's kind of like Diablo. It's top down. Right? Yeah, I think so. And I, I know it's like the next thing from Smilegate and like and Amazon. So I, I hear good, pretty interesting things about it. I'm curious. I have no doubt I'm going to try it soon, but I haven't yet, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I have to I have to add you on Steam. Add you guys on Steam. We can play some games together. Not Absolutely. no home away unless you got ten bucks. <laughs> I mean that's cool. Yeah. Whatever. Not that there's anything oh, wrong okay. with that. Yeah. No. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man. I I play like Daddy Dungeon, whatever it's called. Mm, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy Dungeon. There's, yeah, there's literally a game called like Daddy Dungeon where you a just boyfriend find, simulator. It's like it's like a boyfriend simulator dungeon crawler where you find daddies. Oh man, the quality I should game. Playing that, that'd be fun. Not what I was imagining. You guys play the Is game. It? It's it's a dungeon crawler where it's it's a dating sim, but you, you, your weapons. It's basically Soul Eater where weapons can turn into like physical human form. And you could just like go and like date them. And the and the, the higher in your relationship you get with like your katana, the more powerful it is through the dungeon. For yeah, some reason, when you're talking about this game and them using a weapon, and it's called Diet Dungeon, it makes me think like they're using dildos as their weapons. You know, no, that's like, uh, floppy dildos. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's called I was gonna dungeon. say I was gonna say it sounds like uh, exactly like Xenoblade, but <laughs> it's nice. you know, dude, Xenoblade is a good game. Okay, I know you guys <laughs> like to shit all over it because it's got you know waifus and. Look, well, sometimes you just need a good tits and ass game from Nintendo. <laughs> we don't get enough of those. There's like, what, three? We got Bayonetta 3 coming out soon. Yeah. And Xenoblade 3, actually, so we're set. Yeah. We're, we're good for like the next year. We're, we're good to go. Nice. Anyway, this is what we call a segue in the, in the industry because first news that we got, Nintendo-based, Boom Stinger. Hey! You guys know of, uh, this is a big story, by the way, and I think it's going to affect everybody on this podcast, so I'm interested in getting your opinions. Uh, Crunchyroll is now available on the Nintendo Switch. There we go. You know what isn't available on Nintendo? 3DS and the Wii U eShops. Boom, got them, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Nintendo's uh, closing down the Wii U and 3DS eShop in 2023. We got one year. And um, myself, Chris, we're, we're... physical game enthusiasts you know mm-hmm. jeff i don't know if you fall under this category but we we would rather have a game on our shelf than like you know somewhere in our hard drive right um stuff like this it. i respect it yeah well, it's not for everyone those people are wrong that's fine whatever um <laughs> i don't respect it so it's fine. I, 
look, we got five of us on the show. I'm fine with kicking one of you off if you're gonna. If you're gonna <laughs> I, pull. I was planning on getting off tonight, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like this is why I like going physical only, right? Because there's a lot of exclusive. I mean, the Wii U, there's nothing. We're, I'm straight up not even going to talk about that once. On the 3DS, though, there's quite a few games that are just going to be disappearing from you know existence once this goes down. Yeah. Um, so the way this is going to work, they built it out into three stages. So May 23rd of this year, you won't be, it'll no longer be possible to add funds using a credit card to your 3DS or the Wii U eShop. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 29th of this year, it'll no longer be possible to use an eShop card to add funds. However, it'll still be possible to redeem download codes. So first they're going to stop letting you use a credit card. Then you won't be able to go out to your Walmart, buy an eShop card. Yeah. And then March of next year, 2023, which is it's wild to me that next year is 2023, because that sounds like so far in the future, it'll no longer be possible to make any purchases, download demos, uh, download themes, redeem download codes or add funds. So the yeah. service will basically be dead. Once that happens, a lot of uh, exclusive games will be gone forever and you will not be able to download them, play them, upload or update them unless you already have them. Um, yeah. Chris, I know that, you know, I'm going to pick your brain about this to start. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this, man? How are, you, how are you feeling about the end of an era? I mean, it, it sucks that they're getting rid of the, the shop and everything. Like, I understand why, because they're, they're moving on to the Switch being that's flagship for everything. Yeah. But um, I'm not much of a, I never was much of a buying like the virtual console stuff or like the, uh, any kind of like digital download only kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I might, I might want to make sure that you have like certain things like the, uh, the Pokemon home and stuff yeah. like that, where it's like, it's still beneficial to have it so that you can send it back and forth through like other stuff. But like, it's, it's inevitable with any kind of console shelf life. It's, it sucks yeah. that it, we're getting to that point, especially because really the the Wii U is only one console behind. And yeah, the Wii U's like what? I was going to say four years ago, but it's actually 10 years ago at this point, <laughs> which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah. But even like the PS3 shop is still up. Well, so like that was the thing that happened, right? Sony announced that they were going to shut down the PSP uh, eShop. Yeah. And then, but the problem with that is that it was actively in development by developers around the world. And they're like, what do you mean you're shutting this down? We got shit coming out for it. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, But it's interesting. What's that, Stefano? They they did turn it off anyway. Did they, did they end up? Well, they, they gave them a year for Nintendo. They reversed their decision. I thought they, they they didn't reverse it completely. They just gave you more time. Yeah. Okay. Before it was just like, as of now, you can't do it anymore. And they're like, wait, hold on. That was. Well, I mean, but, That's stupid. <laughs> I want I want to touch quickly on what Chris said about Pokemon uh, Bank. I think it is. Is it Bank so, or Home? One of the two. So Pokemon Home is the current one that you could download on your phone and on the Switch. Yes. Pokemon Bank allows you to transport things from the 3DS game to Home so that you can yes. use it on all the Pokemon stuff. But there's also Pokemon Transporter, which works with the Virtual Console and like the DS era Pokemon games. Yeah. So like so basically, if you have like pokemon blue on the virtual console on your ds you could download you could send the pokemon to pokemon transporter and then send those to pokemon bank and then send those to pokemon home and then you could do whatever you want with them in the current generation um those are all going away so like if you're a pokemon fan and you don't have these get them because there's no other way for you to get your shit 
right now to where we're at. Yeah, it might be I'm, the most convoluted thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, okay. You want to talk about convoluted? <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go. Yes. <laughs> As someone who owns every like version of Pokemon from like the original Game Boy to what we have now as like Pokemon Legends Arceus, which just came out on the Switch like two weeks ago. Uh, here's here's how you get your Pokemon from like Pokemon Red all the way to uh, what was the last one? Uh, sun and Sun and Moon. So you go <clears throat> from yellow and green, uh, red, blue. You trade into silver, gold, crystal. Then from there, you would have to go into uh, fire red uh because you have to be able to transfer into the e-park um and then from the e-park then you got to go into pokemon black uh by going through the dream thing which was a service that they had on their internet service uh on like a whole nother login thing with pokemon.com then you got to go in from pokemon black to something else and then something else and then something else and then you got to transfer it over like that yeah. Until you get all the way up to your fifth uh, console. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, hey, the fact that they were able to kind of Frankenstein together a process so that if you wanted to take that Pikachu that you kind of Pokemon blue all the way up to like sun and moon, you could do that. That's that's cool. But also it's it's ridiculous. Um, but so, yeah, so Pokemon fans, but also Dream Radar. If you have or yes. planning on getting Pokemon Black and White 2, having Dream Radar is the only way to catch the genies without having to trade. It's There's a lot of weird shit. Um, but I want to talk about like all these games that are effectively going to be removed, right? Because Nintendo, not just Nintendo, but like in his in history in gaming, it's becoming more and more commonplace that there are games in which you just can't get anymore. Even if you want to give them money, you just can't do it. Um, that's going to be the case here with a lot. There's a lot of exclusive eShop games out there that are going to be dying with this. So if you don't have it, they're gone forever. Um, how are we feeling about this? You know, or how do you guys feel knowing that? You know, the 3DS is one of Nintendo's biggest selling systems of all time. Like, it, it's not like a little baby. It sold millions upon millions of units across its random iterations. It was a monster. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you know, it's dying. I've, I feel old. <laughs> it's yeah, bound to happen, though. Yeah. Like, yep. that, that also shows how much they trust that the Switch is, gonna, is doing well and it can take the place of the 3DS because mm. they can just... They're like, we don't need it anymore. Switch is doing everything that 3DS was doing and more. So yeah. what's the point of maintaining two, two uh, e-shops for, for what? Like you're just wasting resources. Not to mention the, the hardware compatibility, right? You're talking the hardware that's super old and they got to keep. It's like yeah. why they keep updating the Windows, right? Eventually they stop support for Windows 7 because it's just, it costs yeah. the money at some point, right? So I totally I got- get frustration, but. I think it's weird, too, because like the 3DS and the Wii U specifically, right? Like they, they share a similar gimmick of like we got two screens, right? So those games are built from the ground up, running those two screens. There's really like no eloquent way of bringing that shit up to like, you know, the Switch and the current generation of games without basically remaking all this stuff from the ground up like they did with um, uh, Skyward Sword, right? Um, yeah. So like these games are pretty much like they're just they're just dead. They're, they're gone, man. Could you emulate them? Like on a computer? Well, hold on. Allegedly, we don't talk about you know. <laughs> we absolutely don't talk about that. No, we absolutely had a whole episode about it. No, yeah, we we can't do that. But yeah, you could totally do that. We we wouldn't do that. You could totally do that. You wouldn't allegedly. Would but I mean, so that's the thing, right? Like we talked about this before in the past, right? There are games out there that you just can't 
play, even if you mm-hmm. want to, even if you want to give like some company $60 to download this game, they just don't let you do it for whatever reason. And the only alternative in order to play some of these games is, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of piracy, you know, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Let's let's two things. Let's be honest. One, most games for the Wii U, the second screen was really just an overrated menu button. Yeah. Um, but also Nintendo will try their best to get you to pay for these things again and chance they get because that's like their first thing they go to. Gotta make <laughs> that it, money. Yeah, it's right. Gotta make the money. Half of those games end up on the Switch shop. Yeah, well, well they, pretty ones. much every game that released for the Wii U that was, you know, a first party Nintendo game is on the Switch, right? Like, yeah. and to be fair, yeah. a lot of them are really good. Like, you know, the best selling game on the Switch is a Wii U game, right? Like, and, and, and just got cool. DLC. <laughs> it's, it's getting a year's worth of DLC that you could pay for. Like, it's ridiculous, man. Like, it's, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel, I, so, okay. 3DS, we, I mean, Wii U, whatever. 3DS shutting down. We're moving on from that. We're going on to the next one. I, I guess really it calls into question how long do you guys think like so so what's after that? What's what's the next era? Because after Wii U, we got the Switch. So they're they're basically maintaining Switch 100 percent right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's look at what the competition is doing. Sony, for the most part, PS4 is gonna be running for God knows how long until we could sort out the Switch shortage, right? Uh, Xbox, whatever Microsoft is doing. I, I don't know what's what's being supported there, Stefano. Maybe you could help me with that. PC doesn't have to worry about this issue anytime soon, right? But all we got to graphics cards. But eventually everything's going to shut down. What do you, what do you guys like? W- what's the play here? Like, how do we as gamers who want to maintain and grow our collection and be able to play the games that we own whenever we want? What's our way around this? As, aside from, you know, a little bit of crime. I think that certain consoles, like the big consoles that are like graphic heavy are probably going to go the way of PC and kind of just perpetually keep their catalog. It seems like Microsoft's already there, hmm. um, which makes sense due to their heritage of PC. And Sony is going to ha- be forced to follow suit because of Microsoft. And Nintendo will do what Nintendo does, which <laughs> is whatever they want. So who knows what they're going to do? Props uh, to them for at least you know sticking to their guns in terms of doing what they want. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That was both an insult and a compliment. It was it was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Story of my life, man. Normal, normal for you. If there's one company out there that will unapologetically do whatever the hell they want, it's Nintendo. Yeah. Like Nintendo could announce that they're killing the Switch and like releasing the Super Switch tomorrow. And I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That's something they do. <laughs> Nintendo is the kid in the baseball field catching flies while everyone else is playing baseball. But he's really, but he catches the ball every yeah. once in a while when it's yeah. hit to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he I catches remember, really sweet flies too. Absolutely, flies. yeah, absolutely. All the good. See, flies. I remember like when the GameCube came out and uh, the Xbox was like the new hit console and everything, and Microsoft's like, "Oh, we're gonna buy you, Nintendo." And then Nintendo's like, yeah, "Okay," and then they pull out <laughs> they pull out the Wii, and everyone's like, "Oh God, mm-hmm. shit." So I don't. This this might be one of those internet myths or anything, but but when Microsoft approached Nintendo to be like, "We're we'd like to buy you." Um, Nintendo's legal, you know, the, the people that handle those requests basically just laughed in their face and like yeah. just thought it was a joke and just, you know, <laughs> walked away, ended the call, whatever they did back in 2006. I don't know. We can I mean, understandably. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, I I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of feeling a little bittersweet knowing that everything comes to an end. The, the universe is, in fact, finite <laughs> and uh, just like the Nintendo 3DS eShop, we're all going to die one day. I get it, man. It's Why? like you said, you want that physical copy. Yeah, and right. It just puts a damper on it. I get it. 
That's all I want. And the worst part is now is that every single 3DS exclusive game is going way the hell up in price if you want it physical. And what you're saying is you're like, I'll I'll pay the money. I'll pay whatever it takes to get that physical copy, but you don't have a choice. And that's where your frustration comes from, I'm guessing. I mean, we're we're used to that right now, especially because like uh, the GameCube, uh, the N64, and the Super Nintendo game prices are like extremely high right now. And that's because like, especially during quarantine, you got a bunch of idiots that are like going to like WADA and getting their their games graded. And then it's driving up the price. It's so stupid. (laughs) So stupid. Like it, the amount of times I've seen people like, oh yeah, I got a, a 9.0 graded copy of this and I'm selling it for $20,000. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Like yep. you're an asshole. That's, That's all the, it is. It's not that they're selling it for that much. It sells for that much, right? Like, yeah. like we, we've talked numerous times on the show about like graded old N64 games selling for million millions of dollars, like a ridiculous amount. Right. But it's forgive my noobness here. But what does that mean? Exactly. When you say it's graded. So like, you know, like when you get like a card graded and it's like um, worth more because it's in a, like a higher quality. Uh, so like they'll look at like the corners and make sure the corners aren't dented or are like, like pristine. Like, yeah. Uh, like game cartridges, essentially. You, you send yeah, it so, out to like the yeah. most anal person out there <laughs> oh. and they with the, <laughs> and, with the jewelry microscope go over every single inch of the cardboard if you know ideally you would only do it if the game is still sealed in plastic and never opened right sure. so they would make sure there's no like you know little dents there's no ripping of plastic and they'll grade it on a scale of one to ten i did hear that improves the gameplay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can yeah, do that too nothing it's stupid because the gameplay like sealing it in like a carbon copy man yeah. that's 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 how you go it's just so stupid because you get games like super mario 64 one of the most like yeah highest selling uh games of all time on the n64 and they're like yeah this is worth like two million dollars i'm like how there's there's 46 million copies in circulation well most of them were played 46 million opened and played with that's right i'm sure i'm sure there's a couple like twenty thousand sitting in a warehouse somewhere because they just got forgot about on a crate yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh shit just some some poor dude at toys r us he's like like (laughs) like even even with my work right like you hear about like these uh stories because i like i work in like the classic car sector and you hear stories of like oh yeah there was like a there was like a shipping container that was like shipping cars out and it got lost somewhere and like now they they found it like in a warehouse and they found like like these cars that are from like 1970 that are have like like zero kilometers or zero (laughs) miles on them because they were supposed to go to like fucking i don't know saudi arabia or something like that shipping container of classic cars do people like the mail loses like shit (laughs) all the time you know what it it does happen because like a couple years ago my toy i mean we're in canada so we still have toys r us because you know apparently we know how to handle our business um (laughs) but like my local toys r us they found like under one of the display cases a base set of the of black and white pokemon like the original black and white base set which goes for like a lot of money now because those were a while back they just had them under a cart for like 17 years and they just put them out and i almost had a stroke <laughs> I walked past Toys R Us just looking at Pokemon and I'm like, black and whites there. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I, I walked through a temporal rift. It happens, you know. I bought yeah. all of them, sold them on eBay. I made like well, I made like four grand. Right. Yeah. Like I, uh, I used to work at uh at a 
Canadian Tire, which is like a, basically like a, a Walmart, but you know, Kmart. Yeah. Uh, um, and the amount of stuff that gets shoved in the back in a corner and gets lost forever is like mm. insane. Like I'm sure, like if you went into like a like an older Walmart, Kmart, whatever Kmart doesn't really exist anymore, but like if you if you went into like one of these older stores, like I guarantee you somewhere in the depths of that back, if that, that store has been there since like 1980 or 1990 or whatever, like there is something worthwhile shoved in, in a corner somewhere that someone has forgotten, or it's like on the top of a giant metal rack that someone threw up there being like a dingus. And you have no idea. I'm sure when Zellers and Sears closed, they found a ton of shit worth getting. Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. when those stores, they were like digging for gold. Think they they sold any of it? Out. Well, Sears didn't. I'm sure whoever found it, whatever yeah. major yeah. employee, they. Oh, I'm just going to put this in my backpack. Nothing to see here. That's right. So, um, just kind of to close this off before we move on to the next thing. If anybody out there listening, this is, this is probably the most, if you want to make money off the closing of this, this is how you do it. There's a very popular series on Nintendo called Fire Emblem. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. <laughs> Sorry, what? Fire who? Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It was a dead franchise, but now it's on everything <laughs> plus your microphone. So hear, hear me out, okay? They did a Pokemon route in one game for Fire Emblem Fates, where they released yep. like two versions of it. It was Conquest Fates, right? Mm-hmm. What they did then was release a third version of the game a little bit later that was, it's exclusive to the eShop, but they had a very limited run of a collector's edition that included the third game as a physical copy. If you have that physical copy, this is this thing has just reached family heirloom status. I want you to take it out of your 3DS. I want you to seal that shit in carbonite, okay? Because <laughs> I promise you, you hold it for a couple of years, that thing's gonna be worth like well over. If four. it doesn't survive, it has to, okay? Like if it I, have one, I never got one. My chances of getting one have like evaporated because they're going for like a lot on eBay right now. So you know, just just check your collection. You, who knows, man? If you're one of the 30 people who got one, you're set. Yeah, nice. Anyway. So yeah, end of an era. Pour one out for our homies. I don't have any <laughs> drinks. Anyway, I'll drink. There you go. Yeah. R.I.P. Nintendo. That's my that's my superpower is drinking. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. All right. Hey. Anyway, let's move on. Who's got the next story? We we got a format now, boys. Who's who's taking up yeah. story number two? I got it. Chris has got it. Perfect. Boom yeah. stinger. Uh. Valve has uh, decided to allow people to publish files to print their own 3D Steam Deck shells. Mm. Uh, so we talked about the Steam Deck, oh God, in like 20 episodes ago. Steam Deck Willie, baby. Yeah, the Steam Deck <laughs> Willie. Um, always one good joke. You're welcome. It was, it, I, look, full <laughs> peek behind the curtains. That title gave us our worst ever performing episode <laughs> on the his <laughs> podcast don't blame the title for that i, I blame the title <laughs> it was like consistent love we do pretty well consistently when it comes to listenership thank you everyone for doing that by the way i appreciate it we all we're here for the attention that one episode i don't blame anyone who skipped it no no, no. i want everybody to go watch that episode make that the highest listened to episode ever <laughs> i can't watch an audio-based podcast as well I said, you, you, can, you could watch you said watch you can you can watch the bar going um <laughs> anyways ahead of the launch of uh valve's new handheld pc the steam deck 
Uh, the publisher has released CAD files that will allow players to 3D print their own Steam Deck shells, which is nice because uh, in stark contrast to the PlayStation 5 mm. that sent a cease and desist to a uh, company known as Dbrand that we talked about on the show, uh, you know, you're actually allowed to do whatever to make what the company is not making. Yeah. Hmm. That's very Valve. I mean, didn't they, didn't they let um, PC companies make their own Valve Steam boxes? Mm-hmm. And just you get to buy yeah. the Steam controller. I think it's cool, yeah. man. People can start customizing their own shit. Yeah, it's a very Valve thing to do. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, also, like, also, like the the Steam Deck is just open source. You do whatever the hell you want on that thing, right? So oh, it's yeah. very on brand for them to be like, you want to make your you three D print your own shells? Go ahead. Here's some CAD yeah. files to get started. Well, like really- Valve said in the uh, the take and look inside the Steam Deck video, that's like you have every right to open up your Steam Deck and do whatever the hell you want with it because like it's yours. And like you 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 know they recommend you leave it to the professionals, but like if you know what you're doing, like have fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like if you put a hard drive in there, to like a lot of the current <laughs> stuff that's been going on in like the tech world, right? I, we don't really talk about it too much here, but like, you know, right to repair has been like a big issue going forward with everything, right? Like, like when, when does a device actually become yours to do what you want with it? Is it mm-hmm. really yours? Are you renting it from the people that make it? Or like, is it a weird hybrid? Um, it's nice and kind of refreshing to see Valve just being like, do whatever you want, man. It's it's my, very my mic's falling off my desk. Just oh boy, air, boy, sorry. We're having an issue. We're having live technical issues. There we go. But um, you guys just keep going. We got you. No worries. What my understanding was with tech, like, isn't it usually you can do whatever you want with it, but you you void your ability to get any kind of help. That's pretty much it. That, I mean, right? like, no yeah. one's gonna stop you from cracking open your phone and doing whatever you want, but when you do that, then your warranty is gonna probably be voided. That seems fair because what if you fuck around, fuck around and find out like enjoy? Well, the problem is that we can't find out because you know there there there's strict rules in place to stop people from fucking around in the first place. It's yeah. True. Yeah. Well, the only thing that like Steam said is like, um, if you do damage it, it's not co- like covered by the warranty. Yeah, that's but fair. like, but like you know, just don't get hurt, don't break something, and you're fine. Yeah. I think what's what's cool is that they're giving their proprietary design and be like here whatever you want on it print it make it happen wish, wish they let you do that kind of customization with uh, the valve index the vr headset mm. yeah it's a lot more uh proprietary there they don't really give you a lot of freedom with them but who knows maybe in the future they might like change yeah. that down the line too yeah vr is it, vr is in a weird place right it's always going to be in a weird place until it becomes more accessible. Exactly. To- I think it is the future, but I still think it's got like at least 10 years before it's mainstream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically they have to make it accessible. The same kind of accessibility as like a console where it's like anyone can just go pick something off the shelf for pretty, you know, inexpensive and they're good to go. They're going to set up base stations and all this other stuff. Oh, man, the quest that is level. So good. But it's going to be a while before they can do that. Yeah. I think the I mean, quest is probably the closest they got. Right. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is pretty dope. It just makes it hard because you got to have like the space to be able to work in it too. Like, like Jeff uh, has like a nice area where he, uh, he showed me, he plays uh, beat saber and stuff like that. And, and like, (laughs) you know, I tried playing uh, VR at my, uh, like at Alice's niece's place. And like, I was hitting like the ceiling of the, uh, of the basement. So like, I physically could not, yeah. reach something while playing like five nights at freddy's and then like you got to reach to get up i'm like i physically cannot yeah. touch this thing i'm gonna punch your ceiling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah i i think for vr to like kind of have a chance it's gotta first of all 
be like Jeff, like you said, like turn it on, you're in, right? None yeah. of this, like, okay, let's set up a perimeter, move the coffee table, make sure I yeah. got like a 10 foot clearance around me, right? Which is, it's going to be a hard issue to solve. There's um, another, there's another problem with VR too. And that's the fact that it's like, once people try it, they're usually hooked for the most part if they enjoy it, but it's getting it in people's hands. If people haven't tried it, they really don't know how fun it can be, but it's like, you got, you know, 98% of gamers who are playing on console or computer. They don't give a shit about VR because never tried it. So it's like, until it's more accessible, it'll just oh, kind of be in the back end. I, I agree. Right. Like trying VR is it's genuinely like it's, it's a mind altering experience. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, Whoa, dude, I didn't even perceive this before. But mm -hmm. I think VR also needs to kind of move past the point of like, here's like a cool little gimmick game that we're putting yeah. out, right? Like there's, yep. there really isn't anything in the VR, at least to my knowledge of like- uh, Half-Life Alex, I would say like the only like straight up old school game. Yeah. Like it's a full game. Yeah, and we've had a couple games that are like ported to VR, like Skyrim and VR. But if mm -hmm. you've ever played that for more than 20 minutes, you're fucking dead. Get Vertigo <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I got a question for you. Do you guys think that they'll just skip like- uh, VR headsets like it will never really become mainstream and uh, we'll just go straight into like matrix territory you're literally oh, just playing man. games through your mind like you're hooked like, up I've like said it before and I'll say it again yeah yeah the second that Jeff Bezos could put a fucking computer in my brain yeah. I'm, I'm signing up I, I don't know that's like, Elon Musk with his uh, neural link chips that's well, we just, it too and they just <laughs> yeah the, the <laughs> neural link just reported like 15 monkeys out of the 20 have died that's so fine look we're all just monkeys who are gonna die okay if i could die with a computer in my brain i'll be happy and here's the scary <laughs> shit about having a computer in your brain it's like i think that's gonna mess up the world's economy because people will be able to download knowledge instead of like learning it like you could mm -hmm. yeah. download like say you want to learn how to fly a helicopter imagine if you just pay to download the information no instead of actually learning it yeah education really? is going to become nfts yeah the Fuck. other thing <laughs> the other thing that like is like a whole black mirror episode is like what happens if you get a virus in your brain oh yeah do you lose it's could you cancer. lose like i'm gonna install norton yeah. well like could That's you right. like yeah. could you lose consciousness <laughs> of your body like as uh your body's autonomy or something oh, like that or, yeah, or could like could like hack your body and yeah you just like start jerking it in the store <laughs> Doing how do you get my ip <laughs> sorry i'll shut up i just wanted weedabix <laughs> i'm so sorry I just brought sandwiches. <laughs> We're out of mayo. Uh, uh, <laughs> IT becomes a new doctors. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm. I mean, I play Cyberpunk. I mean, what I could play of it, at least. <laughs> Cyberpunk just got a good update, didn't it? We're not going to talk did. about it, but, you know, we should mention it. Actually, here is pretty dope. Like, apparently, there's like random events where people commit suicide <laughs> off giant buildings. That's like, oh, great. Like, great. Nothing. Oh, fuck. Like, Why are you laughing awesome, about yeah. that? <laughs> They added this cool new update where people just fucking kill themselves. It's, it's great. Cool because, it's like, really fun. It's really immersive. Come on, kids. Hey, kids. It's just like 2022. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, 2016, too. That was a bad year for most of the world. Um, anyway, hey, look, I think the thing that we're trying to get to the bottom of here is, uh, you know, just put a computer in me. <laughs> whatever happens we'll deal with the ramifications i'll download the nfts but uh yeah anyway also if you're one of the few people i did look if you're one of the few people that a can get a steam deck and b have access to a 3d printer then you're set right like <laughs> those 12 people are going to be very happy with this <laughs> have you seen people that are upset about it being so big i'm like what did you expect 
it's a fucking computer yeah yeah like it's so it's so much bigger than the switch i'm like the switch anything I'm like, the I Switch mean, could barely run Pokemon. Like, yeah. what did you think? Yeah, was that? yeah. <laughs> basically. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, but, like, a lot of people complained also, like, when, like, the Sega Game Gear came out, and it was, like, a, a fully 16-bit, fully color console. Mm. In fairness, it, mm-hmm. ca- it took six AA batteries, and it was only charged for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh but it's, you know what? Like, let's... <laughs> Let's be honest. If you were playing the game year, you're probably playing in from the plug-in anyway. So I never had that. I always played it on deep double uh, A batteries. It's awful. I only played it like three times because I wasn't. My mom was like, "I'm not <laughs> buying you more batteries." I'm pretty sure if you were one of those kids that brought a Game Gear with you on the bus to go to school instead of a Game Boy, you probably wouldn't need the 30 minute battery because you would just be beating the shit out of you anyway, <laughs> like well before that ran out. I picture your mom being like, "Yeah, after two weeks, I spent more on batteries than I did on the console itself." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you buy a printer? <laughs> mom, I got to play Sonic. He goes so fast. Oh, I do like me some Sonic. Blast processing. Hmm. What game? Oh, you know what? Never mind. No, go ahead. I, no, ask ask I, I don't. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk. Ask it. Ask it. it. Ask it. I ask it. Okay. Look, here's the thing. All right. Do you think that in this current society, no. Sega has any chance of being able to bring back or replicate a successor to the Game Gear or the Genesis? No. It already exists. It's called the Switch. They didn't make it. <laughs> Stefano, I'm going to need you to leave this negativity for Nintendo <laughs> out of this conversation. No, I'm not. I, that was the positive. I was being nice. I, like I don't like your here. niceness. Because okay, every once in a while, we get like some company being like, let's make Stadia. It's a cloud streaming game service, which we, we desperately need people to realize is still a thing. I feel like, you know, does, does a Genesis or a Game Gear have any place in, in, in our world right now? No. I don't think so, man. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, right. only on on the switch virtual console <laughs> that's, right. that's true yeah hold on i, I completely forgot that that uh, service that's, has part, like of, that's part of the, yeah, <laughs> that is part of the uh, expansion on the nintendo switch online yeah. service nintendo's gonna buy sega and make and rename the next game the, the game gear i just i just think it's so comical to think like once upon a time like these two are rivals and now sega's like yes daddy nintendo please take my console and put it on your services <laughs> and playstation my like, please put my Atlas game on your game, on your console. I like yeah. play Persona Five. No, yeah, well, Sega does what Nintendo, and now and now, well, hey, be bad. <laughs> uh, good pun. I like it. It was punny. Yeah. There we go. There we Stop go. it. You're punishing us. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Anyway, we got a we got some more stories for you coming this week, Stefano. All right, what do you got? So um, we have from GameIndustry.biz by Danielle Partis, Cyberpunk and Witcher 3 game director launches new studio, Rebel Wolves. It's a new outfit made up of former CD Projekt Red, uh, CD Projekt rather, staff working on new dark fantasy RPG. Um, nice. They seem to be making um, a lot of a uh, computer, uh, like a uh, computer RPG, so CRPGs is going to be their main kind of work and they've, they've taken some time off and, and uh, the gentleman's name as the, the leader is who knows how to pronounce Polish names. Because I do not. <laughs> just, just go for it, and then if it's really bad, I'll cut it out when I do the edit. 
He's not cutting nothing. Uh, Conrad Tomaskiewicz. That sounds close enough. That sounds Polish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I channeled my inner BJ Blaskowitz. I was like, what's close? This is pretty close. he, uh, Tomaskowitz spent 17 years at CD Projekt Red um, and most notably serving as the game director on The Witcher 3, mm. which is, uh, and he was the head of production and secondary game director on Cyberpunk 2077. We won't talk about that one. Y'all play um, Witcher 3? I love Witcher 3. Yeah, it was phenomenal game. So good. I just uh, re downloaded it again to play it. Um, I don't know why I did that to myself when I had <laughs> Mass Effect to replay and Pokemon, but. With oh, Latin yeah. for punishment. <laughs> All right, um, a six hundred hour game. <laughs> that's right. Let's. Uh, um, I want to. I want to take some bets. How long do you think it'll take for Rebel Wolves to be acquired by either Sony or Microsoft, and for how much? Because <laughs> I think you know it's a new studio with a great pedigree. People that have been working there have made some great games. First games coming out at some point, probably within the next few years. Someone's going to buy up this company. Hopefully, Microsoft. Hopefully, it's not EA. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And the game's never coming out. Oh, oh, yeah. EA has a, EA's been a little bit quiet on the acquisition front. You know, they've been a. I don't blame them. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, who's left to buy shit themselves? Like that's about it at this point. But now, uh, I, I do you guys think we're gonna see like a rise of like you know people with great pedigrees coming out from their studios, starting their own studios with the hopes of being bought up by one of the big boys? Because I mean, that's a dream, isn't it? I don't think they're doing it with the hopes of being bought out. They're That's a good question. Because yeah. they want to. I don't, I, and you well, think a lot of those studios start to get bought out. I'm, I'm guessing most of them start out thinking like, let's do this. Let's be our own bosses. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. Well, what's, know. what's the end goal for an indie studio, right? Isn't the end goal of an indie studio to, you know, do pull a Minecraft, become a first yeah. party mega hit. I think the end goal is to become big enough that you don't have to get bought. Like the end goal is to become CD Projekt and like put out your own games and be your own producer mm-hmm. and kind of cut yeah. out that middleman. Yeah. Okay. Well, Real I, games I, that work, which I, is- I see where both of you come from. And I'm assuming that there's probably those situations where it's like, yeah, we want to be our own boss, be your own company. And then the other company comes like, here's $10 million. And then <laughs> oh. like, okay. Okay. You can. <laughs> oh, yeah, hold on. Whoa. All right. I mean, now, nowadays you put, put a B in front of that instead yeah. of an M. Yeah. yeah. True. Oh, well, wasn't it the, the, the guys who made Farmville? They got bought off by like what 12 billion or something like that? Yeah, Zynga. Yeah, yeah Zynga got bought out by Take Two Entertainment for 12 billion. Bungie was just recently bought by Sony for 4.6 billion. Um, Notch with Minecraft, Microsoft bought him for like wasn't it a couple billion too or one billion or something? It, it was quite a bit, it was more than Star Wars, which is still weird to me. Like, that's my honest. benchmark, right? And that, that was the deal. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Disney bought Star Wars for like what four billion or four something? Billion, like that. Yeah, that seems low for Star Wars, but at the same time, I get it. I mean, they've put out nothing but bad things since then, so they really right, no. I shut you shut your goddamn mouth. I need to defend the book of Boba Fett streaming now on Disney Plus. <laughs> first four episodes, no, did Boba dirty. First four episodes are great. First four episodes, horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> like the first two. You're selling and this the, great, and- by the way. The, the first four episodes of the Book of Boba Fett are, in my opinion, some of the worst Star Wars content that has ever been conceived by humans. But then for some ungodly do. reasons, episode five, six, and seven is just pure bliss. You mean the when way. it became someone else's show? Yeah, it became The Mandalorian. <laughs> I've never seen a show take such a sharp 180. It's ridiculous. They Boba dirty, man. They totally screwed Boba Fett over, in my oh, opinion. You, yeah, I, like I've never been happier to not see a main character for three episodes (laughs) okay i said this last time and i'm gonna offend i feel like i'm gonna offend jeff now with his fan dumb of boba fett but do it 
I, I feel like it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't offend somebody on the show. So it's oh, good. I'll find a way, please. Do. I just don't understand. Boba Fett was, was introduced in the world's worst spinoff show, Star Wars Christmas. He appeared mm-hmm. in like two movies. He died in a Sarlacc. Well, he didn't now that we know that, but supposedly died. It felt like Pet Like a Bitch. Uttered like one line. And all of the really cool stuff about Boba Fett was stricken from the record by Disney. So I just like, I don't know what we expected from him to be cool. It's like all the cool stuff, like as if it was. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a massive Boba Fett fan. I do believe he's like a gimmick character. No, he's and, a toy for and, sure. And Disney yeah. knew that everyone liked him. So like, let's make a show about him. But then they didn't make the show about him. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, make it it wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I did like the first two episodes. And like you said, I, I really do enjoy the uh, episode five and six. But it's like those weren't even. Those were Mandalorian episodes. It was a, yeah, Mandalorian a, start of yeah. season three. And I thought episode he... seven. I do think there are cool parts to it, but it's like uh, the it's really messy. Like the action, yeah. to me is like it doesn't line up. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. I, a lot of it was set up just to look cool. I don't know. I I think the biggest thing that I have with like modern day Star Wars is that I just I don't give a shit about a random town on Tatooine. You know, like I just I like there's <laughs> you got like an unlimited supply of planets out there with aliens and like every time it's like all right get the banthas i'm like i don't it just, it's a desert planet who cares there's nothing just go yeah. somewhere else you know it's like sand it's coarse gets everywhere it's everywhere often irritating well, one thing i really like about mandalorian is that yeah right oh my god <laughs> um <laughs> one thing i really like about mandalorian is that it's it's not centered around this it doesn't suffer from small universe syndrome. it's its own story yeah, yeah. like I, I feel like every other movie suffers from like why is everyone related to everybody like spoilers for fucking star yeah. wars but why is ray the child of fucking um Emperor oh, palpatine man. that doesn't make any sense uh, uh, like come well, on and they they did explain it pretty well right because they told sure, us but... right at the start somehow palpatine returned so, like, <laughs> yeah. we're good like yeah. we get uh, the he's dark so side powerful. brought him back somehow. That's right. Yeah, yeah he's this clone, and apparently the Sith transfer their consciousness into their their just whatever. Look, it's it's very it's fine. scientific. I, yeah, I'd like to ask you guys a question about Star Wars. Go for Absolutely. it. Now, so I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I do like the older ones better, obviously. But um, I what I would you guys think would be cool for Star Wars if we could see and Disney will probably never do it like an R-rated like Game of Thrones, but in Star Wars universe where it's like really you know, gritty and dark. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like the game of Thrones of star Wars. That's got, what I want to see. We got, we got a Absolutely. little, a little taste of that with uh, star Wars legends. I don't know if you watch the animated series where it's like every episode was its own little story. I have people have told me good things about or it. legacy. It was one of those two, but it was, it was, it was, some of them got a little dark, um, but I think star Wars lends itself to stuff like that. Right. Like at the end of the day, it's a space Western. Yeah, like you, you could do whatever you want with that. You could go dark on that, right? And there are some dark characters in Star Wars lore that they could bring out, right? Like the, yep. like the, the you know, the Darth Lord that eats planets, because like that's fucking cool, dude. But we're not gonna get him. Um, but yeah, I'd love to. I'd love anytime a franchise from my childhood is made dark and gritty in a good way. I'm down yeah. for that because it makes me feel mature. You know? Yeah, I would love like an undeadwood space western. <laughs> like i would like i want i want star wars I, absolutely i think that'd be so dope and star wars like you said like it is a space western i think that's when it's at its best like when it really leans into that you know uh, seven samurai like cool gritty vibe with like that future dirt that's like it just feels so so much better it feels yeah. yeah 
that was the one that was the weird things about the prequels like okay so the prequels were 30 years before the originals and yet everything looks like a hundred years in the future like it, it was, made no it was a political thriller the prequels are <laughs> a political right. thriller and you're I'll, like i'll I, say this much at least george told his story and he's make it the fuck up like the, whatever they did with the last thing <laughs> you know, sorry if you guys are fans of the last three no movies. i liked seven Seven because was seven was just it was just a new hope again so i was like sweet and then i actually didn't i didn't hate everyone really hated the last jedi and i'm like it was fine like i don't i didn't have really have a problem with it and then my problem with it was that it, it was kind of like to bring it back to video games a little bit i think they needed to commit like they needed to commit like xbox should have committed to their uh, xbox one x goals of like DRM and shit like that, because that's the future of gaming, I think. Mm-hmm. And it would have been cool to separate themselves from PlayStation. And I think Star Wars should have committed to Ryan Johnson's story. Because then you do this weird back paddle thing in in Last Jedi and uh Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And it made no sense in the context of the three movies you made. And they was just essentially you made three first movies. And it's, I was like, what it's, it's scary. The- it's like they just they they had no plan at all. They just were yeah. the first one and then just do what you guys want. It's fucking weird. So the I think the whole problem with the Star Wars franchise is because they didn't do the Marvel thing. Marvel, they're already planning like for the next 45 years. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Feige like sat down in like his basement over like a course of a summer smoking like like 20 pounds of weed. And he's like, I got it figured out, man. I got it. He's got like one of those maps with all the strings. And yeah, shit. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. like, like, like it's like in sunny, uh, like everything sunny in Philadelphia, like where he's got like the map. He's like, it's all connected, man. Uh, it's like, he's got this like on his wall. He's like, okay, this is how we're connecting this and this and this and this, and this is all connected to the here. And like Spider-Man like is actually the character that was in Iron Man two. when like, it's yeah. like, you know, you know, he's got it all figured out. Yeah. Um, so- whereas like in star Wars, uh, when they were like, you know what would be really cool is if we had one director write a story and then we throw another guy who has no idea what the first one is and then we just make it work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right. and this director wants to do something completely different because he wants to put his own spin on it and mark on it. Fuck continuity. Why would we deal <laughs> with that? That's stupid. Sorry, I get heated about Star Wars. This, this is <laughs> all about absolutely. space wizards. Who cares if it yeah. makes sense? And just for a, star, a, star, a stark left turn, do we see the Multiverse of Madness trailer? The Super Bowl? Oh, Doctor Strange. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Yes, we did. Oh, I gotta watch the trailer. Oh my, it's, okay. It's, oh my god. Do you care about trailer spoilers? I don't want to spoil the trailer. No, no, no I don't okay. care. So at the end of the trailer, it's um Patrick Stewart, and obviously he's Professor X, and he's talking to really. Yeah, and he's talking to. You don't see him like you see like the side of his head. You, you just see his you see the head, but you hear and the he, voice, and you know he, it's him. And you hear that you see the shine on the yeah. side of his head, and he goes, yeah. "We should probably tell him the truth." And everyone's like, "Oh shit, it's House of M! Like this is fucking dope! Like we're gonna get like the Illuminati and like we're getting the Illuminati. the Illuminati. Yeah. We're getting the Illuminati. Yeah. They're going all in. Eh? That's sweet. I'm so fucking I'm John Krasinski like, is gonna show up as Reed Richards. So, so they, were, now. they were saying that they think Tom Cruise is gonna show up as Iron Man. Iron Illuminati. Man, yeah, but because, but they're thinking he's gonna be superior Iron Man. Yeah, because didn't they say that they they kind of hinted at it in the trailer? I'm just so fucking Jeff. Yeah. I like that they're leaning super hard into comic book now like they avoided it for a long time and they're like let's just make it like kind of you know i just here's here's what i think is so funny like when we started off with like the marvel movies when fox got the rights to (laughs) x-men and they're like they made that joke it's like huh what were you expecting yellow spandex and we're all like yes yes (laughs) yes we were and now they're just like Oh, you want to see like the cool superhero suits? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's just give the fans what they want. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> Did you want the highest grossing movie of all time? Here you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, look, I, I know some people don't like Marvel movies, 
or superhero movies in general, you know, they're contrived and whatever. But at least they're trying. Yes, they are. Yeah. I mean, for yes, they are. First of all, let's establish some, some that. of them are trying, right? But at, at least, yeah, at least you know, Marvel is for the most part trying to get into different genres, right? Dude, I'm excited as hell for Moon Knight. Oh my that god, series yes. is gonna be great, dude. It's it's, it's like so much fun. And then you got I don't know, Twilight Man's a, a Batman now, and you know, like stuff like that. I just, I just don't care. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Anyway. So yeah, so the Rebel Wolves. Do we know when their game's coming out? No, they just formed a studio now. So I mean, and they're uh, it's a, it's a CRPG. They they, uh, they this is a quote from them, which actually gets really excited. Is that we want to recreate the feeling of a pen and paper RPG session mm-hmm. where your options will seem limitless and the world reacts to your choices where every decision matters. Yeah, I've so, heard I've heard this before. Yeah, it, right. It, <laughs> it's starting to sound a lot like No Man's Sky. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Chris, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. You make a good point, Chris, where it's like, I'm really excited for this studio and I hope it goes well, but it's just how many times you're with a new studio starting with directors that you know or game creators that you know, and then it's like, you know, it falls through. They don't get crowdfunding or they run away with the money. It's like, it's hard to get your hopes up fully because there's been, you know, nine times out of 10, it fails. Yeah. Yeah. I hope for the best though, especially if it's the guy who did The Witcher 3 because I've I've been mighty number nine before, you know. Like oh, I just, God. I that just, was the world's greatest disappoint disappointment. I swear. It was so um, bad. I will I will give credit to uh like Hello Scott uh Hello Games and because like No Man's Sky, they're saying they are still not done making yeah. this game uh what it's supposed to be. Like and I, I just and they did a full really turnaround good. too, like they owned it and then they fixed it oh, all. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I am a hundred percent like in in favor for them yeah. for I, like what I they've done genuinely believe that sony kind of latched onto them and like you know put them in the spotlight and they were not oh, yeah. at all comfortable for that you, like they, they did not right. want that yeah if you watch the guy the director when interviews you can tell he's like this isn't what the fuck i want to do he just wants to make the game it's like they just gave yeah. us a lot of money and like i, I but i don't think it was a good idea <laughs> that was that was 100 sony's fault and the press's fault for latching oh, on 100 100 like giving a e3 game of the show and stuff like that like these, these it was like 10 dudes who made a mobile game and they're like oh my god what, what yeah. are we gonna do this is an infinite universe and you're getting like okay yeah first of all no it's not going to be um but i mean like that's the problem with like i think like you know not specifically gamers in general but people get their hopes up because, you know, people I, at the end of the day, people want things to be good. Right. They want to enjoy things. I don't think people I mean, there are people, but yeah, I don't think like a normal person is like, I hope this game shit so I could play it and be mad at the people who made it. Right. Like, <laughs> I think an average person with a functioning brain is like, I hope this game is good so I can enjoy it. And then they get disappointed because that's how life works. Yeah. But the, the, the secret is that no matter what, someone will always complain about something. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. If you were to give someone a wheelbarrow full of money, they're going to be like, why is this so fucking heavy? You know, like, yeah. it's just, no matter what, there's going to be issues. How come the wheelbarrow's green? I don't like that color. <laughs> I don't like this Pantone. You, you change this Pantone? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the wood handles. Mm. I like wood handles. But you got a splinter. Now, what's your, like what's your wheelbarrow uh, to your list? Like wood. You, like, you like wood or aluminum? Aluminum. Well, you like aluminum? Yeah. I like a classic. Give me that. Oak. Yeah, I want. I want like a nice. Oak. I want my wheelbarrow to be made of rich mahogany. Throw <laughs> smoke out of it. I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> I use exclusively in this wheelbarrow. Okay, I only want to. only want to have this wheelbarrow while I wear my house coat. 
I do not want to use it any other way. <laughs> oh, it's an indoor wheelbarrow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's food in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to go totally hair. modern. It's got to be carbon fiber and oh, yeah. aluminum rods. Mm, it's got, it's got an RFID chip put <laughs> into it just in case yeah. it goes missing, right? Yeah. Yeah, my wheelbarrow's got cruise control. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> got to carry his money into his vault somehow. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck in it right now. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good point. You got someone with a decked out fucking wheelbarrow. That's how you know they got money. That's true. Especially if they're at a at a Walmart in fucking Florida. <laughs> and man's living the life. Yeah. Oh. In Florida. Anyway, let's talk about uh, sex in Roblox. Squally. <laughs> yeah. Well, Great segue. We kind of. Uh, I was going to intro it a little smoother, but. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? You go ahead. No, story, right. You're excited to talk this- about it. <laughs> don't say it like that this is from bbc news so uh roblox the children's game with a sex problem uh <sighs> just uh, it's it starts with saying a naked man wearing just a dog collar and a lead is led across the floor by a woman in a bondage outfit two strippers dance next to a bar it's um, the start to every good child game. there we go exactly. yeah. <laughs> i think i play that yeah, a group is gathered around a couple openly having sex, watching, and occasionally commenting. One man is wearing a Nazi uniform. This isn't happening in the real world. It's taking place on a children's gaming platform. Roblox is a huge sprawl- sprawling world of games, which sometimes described as kind of primitive metaverse. See, and I hear I thought we were on like Jet Free Epstein's like plane or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a private <laughs> island, actually. So, for people who don't know Roblox right it's a very popular game mm-hmm. it's a disgusting popular game and i didn't know about it so i did a little bit of research but the way it works is that you have your avatar you can make your own levels that have you know different rules in place and you could basically publish them and you could scroll through the selection of levels and you could go play that with your friends right so it's it's a self-populating game where the players actually provide the content and the good ones rise to the top and the shit ones fall off to the abyss, right? So it's it's ever-changing, ever-growing, ever-populating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, is that people fucking in it and uh, <laughs> it's mostly pay- played by people between the ages of 9 and 12. Yeah, oh. I think they said like in the statistic that like two-thirds of children in the United States play Roblox. That's ridiculous. Yeah, as a parent, that's the last fucking thing your kid's doing on Roblox. Like, oh, he's building stuff. Nah, he's fucking. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's cyber, no big deal. Like... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, I think I think the article also says like in order to so in order to do this, you need to join like a a, so, a penthouse or something. So it says here Roblox a condo. Con- yeah, Roblox sex claims are commonly commonly referred to as on the platform as condos. Mm. They're spaces generated by users where people can talk about sex and where their avatars can have virtual sex. In these games, Roblox Roblox rules are thrown out the window. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about this article is that one of the screenshots that they have, it's like, first of all, they blur everything out because yeah. let's, let's calm down about that. Don't worry it's about very that. Very detailed. Cover your virgin eyes. But there's one person who has a text bubble above them, and it just says, "Who want a sex?" <laughs> That's a nine-year-old for sure. That's. <laughs> I know I've seen some Craigslist ads that are about the same quality. So true. That's. I mean, let's who has given up. Let's let's try to let's get, let's get a decent conversation out of this, right? This is an online game where you could do whatever you want. Of course, at some point in time, given freedoms, people are going to start, you know, doing a little bit of dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. 
is there any way to avoid this? Or do you think that this is just like a natural thing that is going like we were talking before we started the sh- recording. I used to play Habbo Hotel. People were doing the exact same thing back in Habbo Hotel. You know, you could join a little little hidden room and you could, you know, you yeah. do a little light. It's going to happen in any game, no matter what. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, I don't think it matters if it's going to be Club Penguin or mm. if it's going to be RuneScape. Like, like I said, RuneScape for yeah. me. Um, like people are are always going to try and find a way to make anything sexualized. Yeah, I, I do think that there is a difference between um, Club Penguin and and have a hotel or whatever because like one is clearly marketed towards like children yeah um, same thing with same thing with Ro- <laughs> yeah have oh yeah um same thing with like roblox is like clearly that's marketed towards children um um yeah. and I, so i think that not that i think it's a, i don't think it's avoidable um but i also don't know that it's right like i think the whole sexualized bronies thing is super weird like this is a oh. child's tv show I, I don't think bronies are weird because i like listen i'm i you know, I play with action figures like, I and mean, I play video games, which is like just video game action figures. Like, well, I'm hold not, on, let's not compare right. gamers to bronies. I, I I'm just my, 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 my point is that like I understand I like backpedaling because you think you said something offensive. No, no, no. no first of all, I never backpedal my offensive statements. You know that. <laughs> um, I, uh, I just I don't I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I don't I think it's bad that people and adults enjoy like child things. I think it's weird when you you know make. Yeah, uh, my little pony toys with hey man, sexuals. I, I might be able to make you feel better right now. Did you know that Gabe Newell is a brony? That's not know? surprising at all. Yeah, you guys know Gabe Newell, right? <laughs> Owner Valve. No joke. Look it up. He's fucking. Uh, he likes all the My Little Pony shit. I'm gonna believe you because I really don't want to Google the words Gabe Newell brony. Yeah, no, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to know what that looks like. I just hope he's not like the kind that just like puts like his. uh was it flutter, flutter shy, whatever, in a jar? Oh and my god! No, stop! Appears. Stop! Oh. No, stop! 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 That's stop, what I'm stop, saying. Stop, like, stop, nope. There, there are some My Little Pony toys that are essentially sex dolls in the shape of My Little Ponies, and I'm like, a, a child could buy that by accident and then be like, oh my, what is this, Dad? Like, like, I just that's your like prison that. wallet, son. That's, that's where you hide your. Why does cigarettes? that horse have a huge dick? What's happening here? I thought the game year went through batteries fast, it's, man. That's, that's right. It's it's just where you hold like your your handle to hold on to, so you can make realistic riding action. When you're... <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to take this time to thank our sponsor, Anchor FM. Um, nice knowing Dad, you guys. My... Dad, my little pony doll has vibrations. It's really cool. <laughs> you know, it feels like I'm riding him. Oh my god, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I think there's um. I buy one. An unwritten rule for that reason. <laughs> where if you if you take a if you give a fourteen year old give him a computer with access to another person in a chat box, it's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. I think oh, that's the main we issue. All, that, we're fucking young. We all did it. Yeah, no, of course. I, obvious. I'm still doing it. Just you know, not with children because that's, that's messed up. <laughs> I, was like, Hold on. I think the problem here is that like this is happening on a platform that is like you know four nine year olds, right? Like, it's for prepubescent people, yeah, children scary. that aren't at that level of like their emotional development yet. It's and the issue is that those those parents or, or those children have millennial parents who will beat the shit out of someone on Twitter. And now they're, you know, they're active, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, there's really like, but, but also like, what are they supposed to do? You know, it's. Yeah, who's even starting these though? That's, that's the thing. Listen, it's one thing for Roblox to steal my child's money, but do not put them around sexual acts. Okay. That's just inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> like. 
the thing too is it's like you guys say like even if you hunt them down it's not going to stop new people from just doing like, it again yeah, like, yeah. well they said like, an inherent these... flaw in how the game is running like anyone can make anything and do whatever they want yeah, they, that you thing know they said uh, in the article too like um these condos usually are only up for about 30 minutes before they're taken down so like yeah. that's how fast like it goes up and comes down and like a new one pops up you're talking about There's the condo right yeah so i said the, the condo yeah, okay, okay the kids pop up too Whoa, whoa, hold on. That's so whole. <laughs> hey, I told you I was inappropriate. Oops. <laughs> so I mean, like honestly, like look, the big thing in the in the news right now in the tech industry is like, you know, the metaverse, right? Eventually we're all gonna be living in the metaverse. We're all gonna be, you know, working there, communicating. It's gonna happen there too, right? Like this is one hundred percent. There's gonna be like metaverse brothels. That's the first thing that's gonna happen for sure. I, that's that's the how they're testing it. Oh, that's how they're gonna make of it. Big money maker, well, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, like it was every, the first job. Every like every like technological advance on the internet has <laughs> been because of porn. Like, like if you think yeah. about it, like video streaming, porn, uh, VR, porn. <laughs> Not even just yeah, video, like, even just downloading like Napster and shit like that. Like that was porn. porn yeah, yeah, huge for porn. Yeah. Dude, thank God you guys remember when you had to watch VHS tape or VHS tapes to look at porn? No, you, you just turn, no. exit out once your parents come to the room. You got VCR with mechanical parts and shit. Yeah, you out of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. Mag- magazines, DVDs. Yeah. Ones you find in the forest. It's really <laughs> hard. Catalog magazines stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled juice on it, mom. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> It's really hard uh, to rip a VCR out of the wall with one hand. It's it's just it's you got to stay. It is a struggle. <laughs> you got to stay up late and wait for City to TV to become a VH1. You're like, oh, that's, that's the time. <laughs> Dude, the worst part about VHS porn is that <laughs> when you go watch rewind. it again, you're, you're you're leaving off right at the spot you finished at last time. So you got to rewind it again. So, yeah. You got to be kind and rewind, right? It's just for the next person, all right? That's yep. right. Kids don't. Kids have it too easy now. Oh yeah, they load up Roblox. I'm set. Now back then it was it was it was a half hour prep, right? Like it's it, ridiculous. You had, you had to connect to, to connect to the internet and it played like the dying robot sound. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really sets uh, the mood like dial up. The one thing <laughs> I don't get about the Roblox thing though is it's like, what what is sexy about Roblox? Why did it start in that game? Like of all games, right. they're able to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. It's just like they have access to it, right? And and mm-hmm. it's gonna come. I, I like really. I don't see a way for them to be able to stop this, un- other than just constant active policing and making sure that they you know find them before it goes on for too long. Like, just, it, they shut money. them down as soon as they can, but it doesn't stop them, right? No. no. If there's a, a will, chapter, there's a way. You need to do this. One omegle or whatever. Like, well, my kids start gaming. I'm just gonna get them their own private servers. That's right. That's it. Yeah. You, you set up. The, you, you still get a private World of Warcraft server running, can't you? Throw There's them in there. Basically, raise himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone do molten core with me? Oh, there's no one else on this. Hello. <laughs> ah, good old days. Really wish I didn't roll support. It's just kind of a waste now. <laughs> I'd really use a GPS. <laughs> anyway, any final thoughts on a uh, sex thing in Roblox? Don't do it. It's different strokes, I guess. Okay. <laughs> oh boy! Don't be a creep. That's that's yes. right. what it comes down to. Think Don't of the have sex on the internet. <laughs> that's right. Or at least wait until the metaverse, right? And then you. Know, there's yeah. better places to find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, anyway. you know what? You make a good point. Like I can go look at porn with real people or look at blocky people. Exactly. Like, I don't, Not only I, could you look at porn with real people, you could pay like a live person to do the same thing and like talk to you. Like, why are you doing this in Roblox, you weirdo? Well, like, well I wouldn't <laughs> want to pay someone to talk to me. No, like, that's like, not what like, I mean. Like, you know what I mean. I like yeah, I pay my wife to do that. Oh, it's expensive. I would pay extra for no talking. Personally, <laughs> sure own... yeah. yeah. That's just me though. I'm you know, I got I got issues, right? That's a separate thing that we're probably not gonna get into on the show. Like people, so. <laughs> You're no, like, I'm no, not extra... here for moral support. I want oral support. <laughs> <laughs> no, you misunderstood me. I, I... it's a bad connection. <laughs> Anyway, well, this show took a turn that I was not expecting it to, huh? Uh, Is it my fault? My bad. No, I I think it was more so just the the assortment of news that we had prepared Uh, this week. (laughs) I wish we had the the versus episode where we talked about Mario and Luigi being better lovers. That'd have been a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Well, speaking of verses, let's get into the final segment of the show. Wrap this up. So those of you who might be new, to end the show, we have a little game. We have created a list of various video game characters, various situations, and we will hold one of the truest forms, the academic debate. Two people from this panel will be chosen at random, uh, except, Jeff, you're, you're doing it, so it's, it's you and one other. Um, okay. <laughs> one other person from the show will be chosen at random to go up against our guest uh, co-host for this episode, Jeff, in a academic... Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. So, uh, Jeff... I'm going to, we have a randomizer here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to generate two characters. But before I do that, we're going to see who, you'll, who you will be debating against. And your debator for this episode is Stefano. Oh, You're up. Stefano. So you'll be going up against Jeff in this academic debate. One um, quick question. What happens yes. if I don't know the character? I, so so well, I'm going to pull two characters. <clears throat> Since you are the guest, you'll, you're free to choose between those two. Gotcha. And then Stefano, you'll take whichever one he doesn't want. Okay. Or sure. worst case, just pull up a wiki and just, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's what Pasquale did. That's not what, no, that's never been recorded on the show. Trevor's Canadian. That's right. <laughs> Trevor is Canadian. Yeah, we established that last episode. Yeah. All right. So, Jeff. Yes. Your choice is between Master Chief mm-hmm. or Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader, I'm going Darth Vader. <laughs> All right. Those are both masked villains that options. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. Okay. So Stefano, your character will be Master Chief. That's which fitting. I, think, I think you're well equipped to handle with this. So this is a, this should be this, a good debate. This seems this appropriate. Depends what the let's, subject is. Let's just, now, so this is where things get interesting. I'm, I will oh. randomly be assigning your situation. Most likely I'm to ready. set up a Roblox server. In your situation. We all know it's Darth Vader. <laughs> your situation for this Darth Vader versus Master Chief debate is who would be better equipped to start their own podcast? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So we will be giving you 30 seconds on the clock. You'll have your opening statement, you'll have your rebuttal, and you'll have your closing statement. Um, so, uh, Jeff, yes, you'll have 30 seconds to give us your opening statement on why you believe Darth Vader would be better equipped to start his own podcast over Master Chief. All right. So I think Darth Vader would be well equipped simply because he might not have the best topics to talk about, whatever it is, whether it's propaganda for the Empire or talking about how much sand sucks. 
but I believe he has the best reach. He's at the top of the galactic empire. So he can basically spread his message across the entire galaxy, across the entire universe. He can go places. He's got light speed. He can go to different planets and meet people in person, do, you know, fan meet and greets with Darth Vader. And so I think that's going to be his biggest uh, asset is the fact that he has the best reach possible because he's basically at the top of the galactic empire. There we go. Okay. All right. That's a strong opening statement. Uh, Stefano, it's your turn, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go through a round of deliberation. Your time starts now. Imagine this. Halo Radio. You're listening to the radio. You're, you're looking for inspiration against the, against the, uh, the covenant. Uh, covenant. Yeah, thank you. Um, and you need some, some support to fight, and all you hear is Master Chief's voice. Get up, Spartan. And you're like, this time to go. Like This is the person I'm supporting. And there's no one more impressive and amazing than Master Chief. And he has Cortana in his ear. Well, depending what game you're playing, maybe not. And he's going to get all the best signal out there. And he's going to get the best inspiration for all those people fighting. And also, he has a dope-ass voice. True. We go. So is Vader. Vader's got a good voice, though, too. I, I want to give a, you know, just a shout out to Jeff for like helping you on your argument through that. Yeah, so, yeah. it's good. I, I totally like, I was like, horsemanship. Like, there's like four different bad guys I had to pick from, and I lost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the flood. Yeah, coming in. Could have gone anywhere. Lost it's every single one. Interesting how, like, you know, you're going for an in universe podcast, right? Where it's like, it, it's meant for Spartans to listen to on the field, right? It's not meant yeah. for like us, right? It's, it's no, in no. universe exclusively. It's kind of like the Fallout Radio. That was what I was going for. Yeah, I like the Galaxy. Yeah, Wasteland Radio. Yeah, right. so the Chiefs like their pump up guy. That's right. That's right. There we go. That's yeah. Right. Uh, Chris Pasquale, how are you feeling about the first round of debates? Uh, I think both of them had like pretty good, uh, strong opening uh, statements here. Like it's mm. it's it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's pretty balanced here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think. Like the uh, course. I think yeah. I'm leaning one way, but. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. It was pretty good. Pretty good on both ends. Like the Roblox condos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I go both ways. So, so oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Jeff, you will be given 30 seconds for your rebuttal against Stefano's statements. Your time starts now. So, I think that it is a very good point that Master Chief can inspire. I think where Darth Vader's going to trump that is the fact that he's going to get his podcast in people's ears simply by fear and control. Because let's be honest, he is the empire. He can basically force all of the people of the galaxy to listen to it. And if not, he'll probably kill them. So they have to listen to it. Whether it's by choice, that's one thing. But I think that's where he has the power. And technically, he can mind control anyone to listen to it. So that's where I'm going with Darth Vader. Cool. It's time. I Nothing says like of prime, faith, uh... rather. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the advert, you know, the the advertisers love a forced listenership, right? Like that message is going to cross to everyone. <laughs> Stefano, it's, it's going to be hard to rebuttal that because you made some great points, but you got 30 seconds. Your time starts now. Oh my God. Have you ever listened to a podcast where someone can't stop breathing into the microphone? That'd be the entire Darth Vader podcast. You wouldn't hear anything. It would be. And then master chief has the clearest voice. Oh my God. I could, that guy could read me poems and I would listen to it. And not to mention like, yeah, you who wants to be forced to listen to something. I want something that will make me rally against the empire. That's the whole point of master chief. He's going to help you rally and fight the covenant, fight the empire. He's a rallying cry across the galaxy and he won't breathe in here like a maniac. It's time. There we go. All I right. One more really good point. Am I allowed to say one more point? You, sure. you do have you have you have a, a closing statement to make okay. after this. Yeah. So yeah. you'll be given more time. Uh judges, how are we feeling about this? 
I th- it's, it's got to be pretty close again. Like it's yeah. very even. Uh, both are making really great points uh, for their character on this one. Mm. I disagree. I think Jeff's going to win. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's killing it, knocking out of the park. But I I, I'm Actually, on vote for Jeff. Yeah, vote for Jeff. <laughs> well, you guys are too nice. <laughs> Mine's all just like fear and control. It's not like mean, you guys are saying that will get listeners. <laughs> that, that, that works, it's, man. It's hey, how do you think we get our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I think it works for Joe Rogan, too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let's get a little clear. <laughs> all right, Jeff, you, you have a closing statement. Your final 30 okay. seconds starts now. All right, so here's my closing statement. That is that I believe after Darth Vader has all these listeners and all these people, whether forced or not, his trick to my uh, main success is the fact that he's going to do a comedy podcast. And imagine hearing dad jokes in Darth Vader's voice or knock-knock jokes or mama jokes like, your mama's so fat, she sat on an iPhone and turned it into an iPad. People are going to listen to that shit just to hear the top guy of the empire tell really bad jokes on a podcast. That's what I think. All right. Right, I like that. That's oh, whoa, Stefan, hold on. You gotta support I, I your you man. Mean, all right, he has my vote already. I told you that. The competition is voting <laughs> against himself. All right, Steph, thirty seconds. Your closing statement. Go ahead, Master Chief, with his backup radio host Cortana. They're gonna have some smooth talking late night radio, and you're gonna be <laughs> chilling out, chilling out, and just fighting out against the Covenant and the Flood. And you're gonna need that smooth talking radio to keep yourself awake at night. There's always a person keeping watch. And uh, and you're and you're really gonna need it. And not to mention, Cortana will probably mind control you and your computer anyway because she's kind of fucked up in the virus. And uh, and just vote for Master Chief. And please, well, she's kind of hot. So. Yeah, exactly. She's finished. And just finish the fight, okay? Finish <laughs> the fight again with the assist. There we go. Uh, Damn. I like All to right. see both sides in anything. I guess. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've heard our. Uh... You know, fold on debates in favor of Darth Vader and Master Chief and who would be the best suited to start their own podcast. Judges, you've heard the arguments. Which way are you going to be voting? Pasquale, I want you to deliberate first, sure. So despite the breathing into the mic the whole time, I'm going to have to go with uh, Jeff and Darth Vader because... Well, he made really good points, but also the assist to the opponent, good sport, good sportsmanship. Give points for that. I appreciate that. That's the plan. He's like, he's... <laughs> I was mind fucking the whole That's time. Right. Yeah. All right, Chris. Um, while I appreciate the the argument for Master Chief and giving us like the Good Morning Vietnam style <laughs> podcast, um. I think there's nothing more pretentious than like someone who uh, thinks that he is like the top shit telling you why it's going to be a good day because he already knows he's going to survive. Then someone who's like just ruling with an iron fist telling you that you like, you have to listen to his bad jokes uh, (laughs) simply because, you know, he's a space wizard who could crush you over the, like just with, with his own thoughts. So I too will be voting with Darth Vader and Jeff. I, I think you put it very succinctly when you said, you know, a magic space wizard forcing people to listen to bad jokes <laughs> is basically our show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, but, but just because I, I appreciate Stefano, and it doesn't matter because Jeff won, I'll give him my vote. <laughs> Definitely listen, I feel like it's a little unbalanced because this Master Chief doesn't have any powers. He doesn't have any 
space wizard power. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. In, in fairness, if Darth Vader starting his own radio show and getting people to listen to it is like the rich kid buying out the stadium yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> his birthday party. You know what I mean? Like he, you just you had no choice. It, it happens all the time in in the music industry, as Jeff and I both know firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's all about them connections, baby. And in this situation, it worked out because Jeff, congratulations. You have oh, won you. this round of verses. I hope you guys you are aren't being just too nice because I'm the guest. I appreciate no, it. I, I legitimately want to vote for you. You are the master debater of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm very good at master debating. There we go. <laughs> well, hey, if you like this episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast, be sure to leave us a review on Apple iTunes and any other platform where you could leave us a review. You'd also listen to this podcast anywhere that video game podcasts can be listened to. That's Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iTunes, not Stitcher. We checked. We're not on Stitcher. <laughs> and of course, Anchor FM. And hey, I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Join with me this week, Chris Montpetit. Hey, don't get shafted, friends. The Squally Galuzzo. Adios, guys. Stefano Fontana, who's like actively eating banana bread. You son of a bitch. Super <laughs> stick on the ice. And our guest co-host for this episode, Jeff O'Rourke. Uh, woohoo, drink beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, before we hey, close up and everyone me. leaves... One final plug for your show. Hey, uh, first, let me say thanks a lot, guys, for having me. I really appreciate it. I know I'm a little over the top sometimes, so thanks for bearing with me. Um, just, yeah, the show, our show is called Time All Wasted. It's a hell of a lot of fun. It's four dudes, well, three dudes and a guest sitting around a table being as dumb as possible in the most funniest ways. So definitely check it out, uh, Time All Wasted. So twwshow.net and facebook.com slash wasted. Thanks again, guys. I appreciate you letting me do the plug. Oh, thanks for coming here. From all of us at the Let's Get Gaming podcast, we'll see you next week. Keep your stick on the ice. Bye-bye. Steal it from a you bastard. <laughs> Do it too slow. I said it first. I said it already. <laughs>